Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Won't you come on down and join the Vontourage? You join myself, Big Vaughn, Lex Jones, and DC is chilling as we give you the view of the, uh, I want to say, urban nerd, kind of like, kind of thugged out, kind of paid for sex, kind of pimping. It's a lot of things going on. But it's the show of all shows, telling you about hip-hop, all things going on the internet, and what we've learned from Instagram. Look, if you're listening, make sure you're subscribing, whether you're on the Apple Podcast or you're listening on your iHeartRadio app. Listen and make sure you're following on whatever you listen to podcasts, but make sure you be there. Join the Vontourage. For podcasts. Now what? After a weekend that has left us scratching our heads, has left us in great preponderance of where we go as a country from here. Last week, my wife and I took a a much-needed vacation. I totally tuned out from news for the entire week. Didn't see a bit of the Democrat debates. Didn't see a bit of President Trump's rally in Cincinnati. Well, maybe two minutes at the end. But purposely, I tuned out. Boy, did it get plugged right back in on Saturday afternoon, Saturday night. Over 80 people shot in two different locations in our country. In El Paso and in Dayton, Ohio. We're talking about that with you today. Gary Jeff Walker in for Willie. 513 749 pounds 700 on AT&T. Sad thing about the long breaks between the end of Sloney's show and the beginning of this one. Kyle works for the city of Dayton and had some comments on the vigil in the aftermath of the horrible loss of life in the Oregon District on Sunday morning. Talking about the vigil and claiming it was sad that it turned into a media and political football. Kyle, if you've got a chance to call back, we'd love to talk to you about this. Jenny's been waiting quite a while, and we've got Dinesh on the line, too, so we'll just go to the calls immediately here today to start. Jenny, thank you for your patience. You're on the uh, AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline, the Bill Cunningham Show with Gary Jeff. How you doing? Hi. Good. Um, yeah, I agree that it is a political football. Um, Rahm Emanuel said, never let a good crisis go to waste. And I think that's what they're making hay out of this, um, making lemonade out of the lemons they think are Trump. And like, hey, maybe we can use this, um, even though <laughs> nobody's going to defend anybody that does such a thing. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You're never, number one, you're never, America will never, nor the world, get rid of all crime, all killers, it's impossible. Okay, we can try. Number two, <clears throat> previous callers said on Sloney's show that, oh, you know, oh, anybody getting guns like that at Walmart. No, you can't. You can't even buy ammo anymore. You can't get airsoft guns. You can't get anything at Walmart. Don't believe me? Go check it out. Second, people keep confusing semi-auto with full auto. The only people that can legally get full auto, 50 caliber, and so the caller before, some guy, got it wrong. Even I know better that you, you, a 50 cal is a machine gun and it's full auto. That's only military use unless you have it illegally, like terrorists do sometimes. Um, and semi-auto, 
people do use for hunting, and it makes no sense. We just we, we want to fix everything. Americans want to fix everything. We want to make everything nice and squishy and soft and no crime. Okay, I get the statistics that mass shootings have gone up. Fine. I got it. All right? But you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater is what we used to say. You just don't step on everybody's First and Fourth Amendment rights, which is a segue into the the right to be uh, safe in your person's papers and effects. Um, when you start saying, and like Trump did, I heard his uh, speech uh, that, and, and I'm I'm voted Trump. Okay, okay. Yeah. I like. I mean, I voted for him. I believe he's doing the right thing. But okay. this is scary: involuntary confinement of the mentally ill. That's frightening because that brings me back, and I'm a healthcare worker. That brings me back to the dark ages of Longview there in Cincinnati, in the dungeon. I toured it still shackles and chains on the walls. What are we going to do? Go backwards now? We're going to just throw everybody. Now, think about this. Because if you get a leftist in there that is going to be like a little dictator like uh, Kim Jong-un or uh, Xi, you're not going to be able to say, think, do, or believe anything that isn't approved by the government. It's going to get that bad. And who's well, yeah, it's, it's, it's who's making the determination is what you're talking Correct. about, what who's mentally ill is. Who's going to define mentally unstable? Who's going Jenny, to have, that should have access to guns? What diagnosis is that going to include? And for how long? All right, Jenny, Jenny, I mean, thank you. It, thank you very much, and I agree with you. i got other people. I, I knew you waited a long time. Okay. But here's, here's the thing. Do you know that just 60 years ago in this country, when our population was around 170 million, there were 500,000 people who were deemed unfit to be walking the streets who were in mental yep. institutions. With twice the population, there are 25,000 now. How does that math work? Well, right. And even there are, there are, did the, he get parole? There, no. There are people who need to be incarcerated because they are criminally insane. I got that. And we, and we don't know that either one of these shooters would have fit that bill. They were obviously mentally unhinged. The thing that people, thank you for the phone call, by the way, the, pe- the thing that people keep on ignoring in this entire conversation is that there is evil in this world. You can take away the guns. You can take away the magazines. You can take away the ammo. You can take away the body armor. That was suggested because the kid in Dayton was wearing body armor. Obviously, it didn't help keep him alive, but you can take away all of that. Evil is still going to exist. We don't have a gun problem in this country. In my opinion, we've got a behavior problem. And, yeah, there are people who who literally should not be walking the streets in this country, and there are red flags all over the place. Uh, And apparently, in the case of the El Paso shooter, the manifesto posted right before the spree, if it was actually him who authored it, and they believe it was, uh, just right before the shooting. That's not a red flag you can really chase after and and define. But Betts, the shooter in Dayton, and red flag's going all the way back to high school. If he's being suspended for making a hit list and scrawling it on a bathroom wall or known to have made a list of young women he would like to rape and sexually assault, That's a big red flag. But we have a behavior problem in this country, and there is always going to be evil. You can remove the guns. They found this out in in Great Britain. You remove the guns, people start using knives, and then you've got to start banning knives. Evil, evil, evil. It exists, and you can't legislate it out of existence. 
Charlie, hello. You're on the Bill Cunningham Show on 700 WLW. Hey, great job filling in. Thanks. Hey, that lady who was just on, she, is, she has got the polar opposite of what needs to be happening. When places like Longview or Dayton Summit were opened, that's where they kept people who weren't criminally insane. That was the Dayton Forensic Center or up in Cleveland. There's forensic centers for criminally insane. There are places where treatment centers that people were treated, monitored, they closed those out, and what they did with those people, they moved them into group homes or independent homes, and they let those people out in the streets, and that's when crime started going up. This kid was red flagged back in junior high as having issues that I know people whose kids went to school with them who were deadly scared of this kid, but he was pushed through the system because nobody wanted to offend somebody who might be needing help. Instead, they let somebody move on in life and kill nine other people. It's we need to be intolerant of this kind of system that lets people wander around. We know our problems, but are afraid to say anything about it. The one thing that I would agree with, Jenny, on the previous caller that you mentioned, Charlie, is that if you have someone who is a totalitarian leader in charge, and they're in charge of defining who is mentally ill and who should be involuntarily incarcerated and who gets to walk the streets... That's a dangerous, dangerous precedent. Who, who are the well, people? That, that, who are the people who are deciding who gets to, uh, that, you know, go to the loony yeah, bin well, and who's, you know? Yeah, she, I think she's alluding to somebody like Trump be becoming a Hitler type person and be, by and demand. No, there's processes that go through. There, there, there are workers. There are cases. There are courts. There's judge. There are advocates that go through the systems and help that, that help people through the system. Right. This is not. I'm not talking being punitive. These people do need help. I agree. We, what we did, we took these people out of these, these places like Longview and Summit Behavioral Care and thrust them into environments that no protection, no social workers. They were just basically warehouse with people of, of same illnesses. And I've been in those. I used to inspect them. I know what I'm talking about. It was like it was like uh, something you see from a movie where you, you know, here here's uh, here's bedlam. Just go at it, and as long as you don't kill each other, we're not going to say anything. The cuckoo's nest all over again. Thank you very much, yeah. Charlie. On the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline, Jean, hello. Thank you for your patience. The well, floor I hope I can quickly express some ideas I think are basic. There was a Matt Mike, I think, is Gardner, a, a retired policeman. His ideas and some of the words he used were very precise, and they were not inflammatory, but it's to try to master that vocabulary. Most people can't. But most people can master the vocabulary. The bottom line is there are imp- there is never going to be a perfect society, and you do have to have authority. And that authority is necessary to handle all situations for those people who make bad choices. And you have to be trained to make choices, and you will choose. That, that is human beings. You can't say black, white, pink, yellow, purple. We are humans, and we all cannot avoid making choices. So we have to be make these trained habits of thinking, and that's what we have to continue to do. And unless unless we can own that, and, but you're still going to have people who are who are mentally ill. This has been the history of mankind. Certainly. It goes back to the beginning of the time, and we don't want to. We don't want to go back and look at reality and face it. There is right and wrong. Yeah, exactly my point. As I said earlier, there, there is truly evil in this world, and you cannot, by 
some caveat or by some executive order or by some legislation in Congress legislate that behavior. You can't legislate evil out of society, but you can do. And I agree with the president on this earlier today. He said we need to take a strong look. If we're going to continue to have the death penalty in this country for certain crimes, a mass shooter who is actually captured by police must face swift punishment. And I'm not talking about 20 years of appeals on death row. People need to know. And, and many of these people, like I believe the Dayton shooter, had the death wish. He was going to take as many people out with him, including his sister, before he got taken out. He planned on dying. But those who think that they've got an escape plan and they're going to get away with it and become infamous, they need to become infamous because they are in the execution chamber as soon as possible when they are convicted and it's proved that they committed this, this type of crime, I believe. 513-749-7000, Henry in Hillsborough, Dean in Columbus, Mike in Columbus. Hang on, there's more to come. Gary Jeff in for Willie on 700 Dollars. Robert Jones Plumbing. Good afternoon, Gary Jeff Walker in for Bill Cunningham on 700 WLW online, 700WLW.com. To the phones we go. And guests that we'll work in uh, through the show today, but mostly this is a forum for you to speak out about the shooting in Dayton the shooting in El Paso, and just generally these mass executions of people, and everybody's looking for some kind of way to stop them. Henry in Hillsboro, hello. Hey, how you doing, Gary Jeff? Doing okay. How Let me say one thing that is a fact. I don't care what the criminal or ill... Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable, it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty. You stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. ...legal act is, from the extreme to the minimal, a murderer, a house intruder, bank robber, speeding ticket, they all had one thing in common. They broke the law. Yep. And there is no legislative laws, words available to stop these shootings. I agree. Some people believe that if you just don't make them legally available, you ban them in this country, it's going to stop because the people didn't pay attention to the law when they murdered nine people or 20 people, as you just mentioned. And it doesn't matter if you, you ban the tools they use. They will find a way to get those tools if they are in bent on that, committing that evil, and if they can't get those tools, they'll find other tools to do it. Let, let me mention one more thing, right. Jeff. There is, in fact, a in print, a sheriff in the state of Florida where his county basically has no crime. He got word to all the citizens in that county, 
a gun in your hand is better than a cop on the phone. No doubt. Enough, enough said. Yep. If there had been, and that's where we get to the gun-free zones, if there had been good guys with guns, either at the Walmart, and there were good guys, they happened to be responders, first responders, police officers, but if there were good guys with guns, either in El Paso or in the Oregon District, before the police showed up, this might not have gotten to the point that it did. Dean in Columbus, hello. Hey, how you doing, Jerry Jeff? I'm all right, sir. How are you? That's good. I, I agree with you, and I told Mike Allen this a few weeks ago. We have a behavioral problem in this country. Mm-hmm. It's not so much. I still, as a Vietnam veteran, I don't believe uh, uh, civilians should have military-type weaponry. I don't care how many guns, handguns, or shotguns, or rifles you have. Mm -hmm. I just don't agree that civilians should have military-style weaponry. But the point you made about the death penalty, we have to quit letting these guys be on the death row. If if we believe in the death penalty and we give it to them, why in the heck are they staying on death row for 20, 25 years? That makes no sense to me. It it becomes no deterrent at that point. You're correct. You know, I've got 30 seconds left and i got three callers. Guys, sorry. And John just wanted to mention that Dayton PD did a great job. And, yes, they did. You know, because of the hour... And because of the location, there are officers who are close by in the Oregon District, from what I understood, what I've gleaned from the news reports. But they were there within 24 seconds of the first shot being fired. Kudos to local law enforcement, both in Dayton and in El Paso, for that matter. We'll have uh, Mark Walters up with us next. He is the uh, spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation. And he has some thoughts on gun-free zones and more as we continue. 700 Um. All right. Back into this Bill Cunningham show for Monday, August 5th, 2019. Gary Jeff Walker filling in for Willie today on 700 WLW. Your phone call is always welcome. We've got a guest. I want to squeeze in Sam real quick before we get to Mark Walters. Hello, Sam. Yes, sir. Good afternoon. We'll take up a whole lot of your time. No, I don't have a lot, so yeah. go. <laughs> My concern with uh, deciding who and who should not be affected by these red flags, uh, gun laws proposing and talking about is are we, are we going to throw the uh, veterans or PTSD into that conversation because if, that's a, kind of a hot topic because you got a lot of folks that are in gun enthusiasts, but if they're, they're labeled with a uh, psychological, uh, not disorder, but... Yeah, disorder. So are we going to throw them into it and just uh, disarm an entire population of folks for the sake of because they might serve the country? Now, I'll, I'll leave you with that. All right. Well, and it certainly is not the answer. Uh, the answer is certainly not gun-free zones. To speak on that and other topics regarding your Second Amendment rights, Mr. Mark Walters, who is the spokesman for the Second Amendment Foundation and a board member, of the Citizens Committee for the Right to Keep and Bear Arms. Mark, good afternoon. Thank you for joining us today. Good afternoon, Gary. Great to be with you. Thank you. All right. Uh, so we always hear about most of these mass shootings, whether it be in a church, whether it be in a large entertainment area, like, say, the Pulse nightclub or a country music festival in Las Vegas. I don't know that uh, people who are armed with guns could have done much in that particular situation, but... These gun-free zones always seem to be the places 
where these perpetrators know they're going to have free reign to kill as many people as they want, correct? Yeah, and the killer in El Paso told us that. If you've read the manifesto, if you haven't, listen, I would suggest that you do. It's twisted. It's sick, but I would, I would hope that you would educate yourself and read what this twi- twisted, sick mind was telling us. I, I saw but portions you, of it, yeah. The very, at the very bottom, as you, as you may recall, and if not, I'll let you know now, at the very bottom, he said it is not cowardly to attack the low-hanging fruit. No. If you feel your target is hardened, don't attack. Live to fight another day. What this sick, demented, evil monster was telling us was go after those areas where you won't get hurt in the process. He was telling you that a gun-free zone essentially is, is where to go. Uh, yes, it was a, a very chilling document to read, the, the, how nonchalant he was about talking about murdering his fellow American citizens. was really despicable. It was amazing to me, Mark, that one of the knee-jerk responses to what happened in the case of the Dayton shooting in the Oregon district was yes. since he was wearing body armor, the key is banning body armor now? <laughs> yeah, People, you know, I, yeah, I, I you, saw that you, this you, morning, and I just, I, what? Are you kidding me? <laughs> no, this, the, we put that in there. I'll tell you why, because this is the knee-jerk emotional response. We've got to ban everything. Let me make a couple points about Dayton. I have very personal attachment to Dayton, Ohio. Both my mother and father grew up there. My wife's entire family lives in Dayton and Springboro. All of my cousins, I have over 80 of them. My mother has 16 brothers and sisters, all grew up in Dayton. I was born right there where you are in Cincinnati at St. Joe's. I've been to every funeral of the family, every family reunion. I know that area well. I've been to the Oregon District. I know where Ned Peppers is. I've stood right there where that occurred. I know that area. My sister-in-law, I found out yesterday before I did my national radio program, turns out knows the killer. She's a professional photographer and took his high school photographs, his graduation photographs. Wow. This, this gets home to me. This is my family. I, I call my family to make sure they're okay. My niece, God bless her, getting ready to go to college in Akron, making sure she wasn't there with a fake ID one night, and that happened to be the night. So this does hit home, but the difference is my knee-jerk reaction is not, we've got to get rid of guns. My knee-jerk reaction is, why in the hell is this happening, and what are we going to do? Why is this generation doing this? Because this was not an issue when I was a child. It wasn't an issue when you were a child. No. What's, what's the dynamic in play? And I, unfortunately, I hate to tell you and your listeners this. I just, I, we are, we are, America is changing. Technology is changing things. We don't know and don't have the answers to some of this stuff. But when this check is finally written or cashed, I, I should say, when this check is finally cashed and we look back, we're going to find out that all of these pieces to the puzzle, it, that includes violent video games, that includes instant access to, to technology, my kids, I asked them today, my son just started high school. I said, what's the difference in the cafeteria between there and the elementary school when you went to elementary? He says, nobody talks. It's quiet. It's silent. There's no noise because they're all on these phones. There's a lack of personal communication. Is that healthy? These things combined, I believe, are at the root cause of this. Look, Gary, I know you know as well as I do, but a string of coincidences, eventually you look back and go, hmm, well, I'm not so sure those are coincidences anymore. <laughs> Well, you talked about the lack of interpersonal communication uh, in high schools as opposed to the elementary or middle schools because they are on these devices and their mobile devices instead of actually recognizing and talking to each other. This is a great sign of societal decay to me because, as you mentioned, if you're not paying attention to the human beings around you, you become desensitized to the fact that they are human beings. Correct. 
and and you lose that personal connection, then it's it's nothing to just look at at these people as I don't know, as as the num- object number killing in a, a video game. A, a, it, a, it, no, yes, a, numbers on a on a spreadsheet or whatever. Yeah, you're absolutely correct about that. Look, Vox has out today. I like to read some of the crazy left wing sites. Vox has a study out now today. They reported on it anyway. That 25% of millennials, well, we don't know 25% of anybody. What we do know is 25% of the 1,800 respondents of right. that age group for this study said that they, they had no friends. Now, when you combine access to this, they do, see, here's the, they do have friends. They have cyber friends that aren't real friends. They're people in chat rooms, these stupid social media. You want to get me started on Twitter? Sure. Listener, if you don't have Twitter and you don't need it for your work like I do, unfortunately, stay away from it. It's a vile, despicable, hateful place. You, you know, don't need when, it. When they, when they hooked me up with Twitter, my wife helped me get on Twitter because, oh, you got to be on you got to be on Twitter. you got to be on Twitter. And I just stopped posting after a while because you're right. I didn't even want to – I don't even look at it anymore, Mark, I, because oh, I, I, you, I can't. Yeah, it's awful. I can't. Some of the things people have said about me on, on – you know, when you go into some of these rooms, you, you let it shrug off. I mean, I'm a talk radio host. I'm on 260 radio stations. You got to have a you got to have a thick skin when you're out there, sure. Particularly when you're talking about this topic, and you know the haters are out there. But what the, what it does is it brings out people's true hateful hatefulness when they can hide behind this anonymity and use those two things we used to call opposable thumbs or now appendages <laughs> that do nothing but type hate on these on these social media forums. You cannot tell me. That all of this combined is not having – it is. It, it, it absolutely is having a terrible impact. When you remove that humanity, as you were just talking about, you remove that feeling that this, this person's not a real person from our children as we're growing up in these formative years. Look, I got into fistfights when I was a kid. Okay. I never thought about pulling out a firearm and going to the school. and It never even crossed our minds. No, you're because right. guess what? Our lunchrooms were – Filled with noise, people were talking to each other. What? I don't know when the last time. What when else? Have you been on a college campus? For God's sake, and seeing boyfriends and girlfriends walking down and not even communicating. Well, they're, they're both looking down. Yeah, and and running into uh, tree stumps in the sidewalk because they, you know, they can't walk and chew gum and have a relationship at the same time because of the addiction to social media. But uh, besides social media, what else? You said you, you mentioned at the top. There's a myriad of things going on here that have changed the American culture and society and right. made us more prone uh, to these kinds of attacks by particularly millennials. Uh, there is an age range there. Uh, the demographics are almost always the same. What else besides social media and technology has, has caused this, do you think? Well, I, I don't know. I wish I, I Gary, that's, that's, I think that's probably the million dollar question. I wish I had the answer to that. What I do know is the answer is not to blame the guns in my safe and the tools that are used by over a hundred plus million people safely every day, every day who have not harmed anybody. The tens of millions of people who use these guns every day safely and responsibly are not the problem. These are mutually exclusive events. The criminal event is mutually exclusive from my going to the range later today after this program to shoot. It has nothing to do with one another. But I, I, I have to go back to, because I talk about it on a regular basis on both my shows, is mainstream media is pushing such a t- – is doing just terrible damage to the psyche of this nation. You've now got entrenched parties because of positions of the mainstream media combined with the hateful online forums like Twitter and others where people are not even – they don't even listen to each other anymore. 
They saw over here what they saw, and they saw over here what they saw, and the two of them are never coming together and meet in the middle. And I was speaking with Alan Gottlieb, the founder of the Second Amendment Foundation, on my program last night, and he said, I don't see this genie going back in the bottle. I don't see it. So we're going to have to search as Americans, as Donald Trump said today. We are going to have to step back. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. And start taking a look at what in the heck is going on. Now, you're going to have a lot of people say, well, if they didn't have access to firearms, this wouldn't be an issue. And there's somebody out there right now listening to you going, there you go. You gun nut, now you got it. We got to get rid of all the guns. To which I would say to them, you believe that? There are hundreds of millions of guns in this country and they aren't going away. So if you want to have an actual rational discussion about this, you've got to be intellectually honest and start from a position of truth, not wishful thinking, unicorn trough, fairy dust fantasy. Well, Mark you've Walters, get real. As, as you mentioned, uh, and, and in the case of the Dayton shooter and the El Paso shooter, they both legally obtained their firearms, the tools that they used to ply their evil, twisted plot. But if you ban guns, the people who don't give an iota about the laws against murder aren't going to give a, uh, an iota uh, about laws against obtaining firearms. They will find a way to get them. And you're right, they're not going away. There's... There are more handguns and or more guns in this country than there is population. So I mean, there, there's there's a gun for every man, woman, and child in this country. And if you make them illegal or you quote unquote ban them, the people who don't care about the laws against killing each other aren't going to care about the laws banning guns. They will find a way to find the tool that they're going to use to perpetrate their evil act. Correct. Of course, and that's because bad people do bad things. Let's ban heroin. You, oh, that's already banned. Let, let's, let's look at, uh, maybe we should ban methamphetamines. Oh, that's already banned. Look, we could go on and on and on down this rabbit hole and fight this argument all day long, but we, again, we've got to be intellectually honest. We've got to start from a place of honesty. We have to be real. You have to look at this not from an emotional standpoint. You've got to take the emotion out. I remember in business college when I was in, in school, one of my professors said, never make a business decision when you're emotional. You say, okay, go home, unwind, think about it, come back and make a rational decision. So in America, we don't take people's things away from them simply because somebody did something over here that we didn't like or the media is pushing us in one direction. We step back and we realize we're a free people. How are we going to deal with this? 
Well, I don't want, believe me, I'm the one person that doesn't want these people having firearms. I get sick and tired of having to go out and do this media and be put in a position by left-wingers that try to force me into a position I have to defend myself. I don't have to defend my right to bear arms. I have a right to bear arms. I'm a law-abiding man. I have a right to be free. I have a right to the tool that I want, and I'm going to possess that. It's not the Bill of Needs. It's the Bill of Rights. And the, now, the, the, Mark, the saddest and sickest part of this to me are the people who instantly, and you can expect the Democrat candidates who are vying for the nomination for president in 2020 to do this immediately, but the others, the commentators, rushing to politicize it the, b- before the blood's even cleaned off the damn sidewalk. This is the saddest and sickest part of, of what you call the mainstream media, of what you call the knee-jerk left emotional, visceral reaction to these things, to, to instantly blame President Trump and his rhetoric for the murders of 29 people is just absolutely so ludicrous. To exploit a yes. tragedy. Yes. To exploit the Parkland kids. Yep. To push an agenda on a paid Bloomberg bill. To exploit what, when you're right. I mean, you're, you're flat out right. We knew instantly. I knew the moment I saw it, here we go again, and I, I don't even have to watch it. Every single one of the Democrat clown posse candidates in lockstep all over Trump, calling him a racist. Everybody's a racist now. I guess they haven't figured out they've reached the law of diminishing returns with that one. It doesn't work anymore because everybody's a racist. If you're a Republican, you're racist. Right? They've played that one out. But you know it's coming. You know that's what they're going to say. In the meantime, I've asked every single one I get on radio programs. I hear nothing but crickets when I say, tell me that new law that would have stopped what happened in California. Tell me that new law that that killer in El Paso was going Precisely. to follow that you want to pay. Find it for me, and I'll support it. And it's crickets because there isn't a law. Look, the real bottom line is when you get through all these games and all this stuff and this, where we are as a society, and you combine that with the moral decay, the degradation, we've taken God out of everything. Mm-hmm. We've, we're, our families are falling apart in this country. It's a fact. You can look at the birth rates. You can look at the father rates. You can look at the divorce rates. You combine all of this together. All of this is going to be, when this, this check is eventually cashed, is going to play part and parcel to some degree of where we are at and where this breakdown in society is. And I'll tell you, we better get a handle on it now because, as Mr. Gottlieb said last night on Armed American Radio, the genie's out of the bottle, Gary. We're not going to put it back. So we had better figure this out quickly. Our society is at stake. Our freedoms are at stake because of this. We had better wake up fast. Mark Walters, appreciate your time today. From the uh, Second Amendment Foundation, the spokesperson, also host, as he's mentioned, of uh, several different radio shows. Uh, and, uh, I, you know, we're shedding light on an issue that many people don't want that light shed because it goes against their narrative that the guns are the evil things, not the people who are perpetrating these acts. Uh, We can prove that. We can prove it wrong. We can prove it wrong. I I can prove that wrong in one statement. Why didn't this happen over the first 250 years distance of this country? Why is this happening today? What's the difference? That's where the honesty comes in. We've got to step back and look at why, why didn't it happen when I was a kid? Why is it happening today? Thank you very much, Mark. Thank you very much. I appreciate the opportunity. Great stuff. On the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline, let's go ahead and take Greg in Englewood. Hello, Greg. Thank you for your holding, your comments. Uh, it's, been a, it's been a couple of months, Gary. Good to talk to you. Yeah, good to talk to you. 
say, you know, I, I posted something on Facebook. I, I, I moved out of Dayton 50 years ago, and uh, since since that time, we, we've uh, adopted Dr. Spock, Time Out, I'm Okay, You're Okay, psychologists telling us about our feelings and how to raise our kids, and political correctness. And I guess my question would be, how's all that working out for you since all these abominations were adopted and the golden rule was dropped. Um, there's no real, uh, like like the gentleman before me said, I don't know that you put that genie back in the bottle. That was 50 years ago. And I have to accept responsibility just like everybody my age has to. The baby boomer generation in these respects has really fallen on its face. We 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 Many. failed. We failed the on the, the next generations behind us. We failed right. them because we, we did, did. We, we did not defend the lessons that we were taught because they were old fashioned and they were outdated and they had nothing to do with reality today. The the things we were taught still work today as far as an actual predicate for life. But we abandoned right. we abandoned and let the left abandoned those principles being taught to the ensuing generations, and this is part uh, part and parcel of the reason we've got these problems today that we were just addressing. I, I couldn't agree with you more. A lot of it, I think, tremendous amount of it has. Uh, and I realize, this, you know, not every marriage is meant to be, but there are too many too many young men being uh, raised, and this isn't a slam on single mothers. I won't get myself into the jam that Dan Quayle did 30 years ago by criticizing a fatherless household. It, 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 takes, two, it takes two parents to be parents. I mean, exactly. it, takes, exactly. it takes a father and, and a mother. Exactly. And that, that's to me, that's the biggest thing that has happened. That is a tremendous, like that kid that, uh, they, that pulled this off, I would imagine he had a very large lack of self-discipline, a very large lack of self-respect because, you know, and he, he may have had a father in the household, but we're talking about two generations now that have been so soft yeah. in terms of teaching the golden rule. Where, where do you go from here? I, agree, I, you know, Greg, I, I know the problem. I don't know how to fix it. I don't, I don't think we're going to come up with any answers, but it, it's good that we're talking about it and at least bringing some of these things to light. I appreciate your phone call. i got a break. Another guest on this topic and your phone calls as we continue. Gary Jeffin for Willie today on 700. 200. Into another hour of this Bill Cunningham show, I'm Gary Jeff Walker filling in for Willie on 700 WLW. We are taking your phone calls for the next two hours, just like last hour. We do have guests that we're throwing in here and there along the way. You want to get in touch and talk about the elephant in the room. We already know what the topics are, and everybody's got a slightly different angle. I'd love to hear yours. 513-749-7000, pound 700 on AT&T is a free call to get in touch. Right now, joining us on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline, attorney Edwin Walker, who writes and uh, who also uh, testifies on gun rights in this country. And tell me about the organization you're with as well, Edwin, as we we begin this conversation. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm with the U.S. Law Shield. This is a, a nationwide uh, legal services organization that provides 
that provides legal services to gun owners or anyone else who's interested in self-defense. Uh, we advise them with regard to laws, and then ultimately, in the event that they have a uh, have an occasion to be the subject of any kind of criminal or civil investigation regarding their use of a weapon or uh, their use of self-defense, their use of the force or deadly force in defense of themselves, somebody else, their property, we provide them with a legal defense. So basically, it's legal defense for self-defense. First and foremost, do you think it's important that states like mine in Kentucky and Ohio have either castle laws or stand-your-ground laws? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, these, these laws provide a presumption that, uh, that, that prevents a lot of second-guessing on the part of law enforcement and the part of prosecutors that if you are under certain circumstances or you're attacked under certain circumstances, that is, uh, you use deadly force to prevent a home invasion or a carjacking or you're out on the street and you have somebody that, uh, that clearly has an intent to murder or rob you, uh, or sexually assault you, that these, the, the, both the Castle Doctrine and the Senior Rounding Law uh, provide a lot, of legal, a lot of legislative legal protection for those individuals um, in the event that they are investigated for their use of force or deadly force. For a law-abiding gun owner, gun owner who has the gun for his or his family or her family's personal protection, that should be protected as, uh, as pursuant to the Second Amendment and the Bill of Rights. I, I totally agree. I think it's very important. The case of the Dayton shooter, who now will not be, you know, stand to, uh, will not stand to defend himself, defend the indefensible. In the case of the Dayton shooter, he was using a modified gun. And how crucial is that when we have these arguments and these discussions about what kind of gun was used and should these guns be legal or not? And it's a pretty murky water for some of these people trying to defend uh, the taking away of guns from law-abiding citizens. Yeah, well, keep in mind that the federal government many years ago, back in 1934, determined that there are certain types of firearms that are more highly regulated than just your standard garden variety rifle mm-hmm. or shotgun. Or, and I'm not talking about assault weapons, and this is very, very important because I know the anti-gun folks, they get very, very glib, and they get very loose with the language, and they start talking about assault weapons or military-style, I hate that term, military-style rifles. Uh, because there is the the rifle that is commonly available to you at a gun store or at a uh, big box store that you can buy uh, is it may appear to be military style and I guess that's what they mean uh, but it believe me functionality it is a world apart from a from a military uh, rifle military rifles are true assault rifles and those have been regulated since 1934 in fact they've been prohibited from civilian ownership since 1986. And so, uh, and so basically those types of weapons that are regulated are weapons that are, uh, or <clears throat> are rifles and shotguns that are either short enough to be concealed. We call those short barreled rifles. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. And short belt shotguns, and those are guns that are shorter than 26 inches in length or have a barrel shorter than 16 inches for a rifle or 18 inches for a shotgun. Uh, those are prohibited. If somebody possesses one of those and they have not properly registered it, that is a federal offense. Uh, also, any firearm that is capable of expelling more than one projectile with one pull of the trigger, that is a machine gun, and that again has been regulated since 1934, has been prohibited for civilian ownership for any machine gun that was manufactured after 1986. Uh, the ones that are out there are extremely expensive, are generally held by collectors, and uh, to my knowledge have never been used in a quote-unquote mass shooting. No. Now, if somebody modifies, getting to the modification, yeah. if somebody modifies a rifle or shotgun to fall into one of those categories, like they put an automatic sear in it, which a sear is a, an internal mechanism that controls uh, how the uh, how the receiver functions, uh, if they modify it by making it fully automatic or they modify it by shortening it to the point where it is now shorter than 26 inches or has a barrel shorter than 16 inches for a rifle, then that is an illegal modification. But that is also punishable as a federal felony. Someone uh, emailed me, Gary Jeff Walker, <clears throat> 700WLW.com. A previous caller had said that you can't buy a fully automatic weapon. Actually, there is a, a, a background check, a federal background check that takes up to a year yeah, say if you're a collector and it was manufactured before 1986, as you were mentioning, but but legal machine gun owners do not commit crimes with the weapons, as you just mentioned. No, they they certainly do not. Um, they number one, it's like I said, we're we're talking it is really really expensive to purchase one of these. I mean, you know, we're talking in the range of twenty to fifty thousand dollars and sure. up. And so, I your 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 average evil, maniacal person is not going to have that kind of money or invest that kind of money in a weapon. Second of all, they have to find uh, somebody who's willing to sell theirs. And third of all, uh, there is a much more extensive background check, if you will, that goes through a very specialized department of the, of the ATF. And so the odds that the ATF would approve a transfer to an individual like that uh, are are they are they're so small as to be statistically non-existent? Well, some of the proponents of gun ownership, anti-Second Amendment people in this country, uh, are talking about you know more aggressive background checks. The background checks that they are talking about would not have prevented either the El Paso or the Dayton shooting. No, and, and people have to understand, There's, uh, like I said, whenever these tragedies happen, of course, the anti-gun folks are very quick to capitalize on them and push their own political agenda, and they start spreading lies and mistruths, and people, you know, unfortunately, people are not that familiar with gun laws, and so if somebody goes on TV and says, we need more background checks, 
uh, they don't understand that the only the only type of transfer that is not subject to a background check is a private non-commercial person-to-person transfer of people who reside in the same state okay so that means basically you can sell a gun to your cousin you can you know sell a gun to your best friend you can sell you know, one gun to, you know, you could sell them to a stranger, but most As, states, as long as it's not going up. across state lines. Correct. As long as it's not going across state lines. So every other gun transfer goes through a background check. Person-to-person transfers of people that, from other states have to go through a dealer, their background check. Interstate, um, interstate, inter, uh, internet sales. They have to go through a gun dealer. There has to be a background check. Gun dealers, whether they sell a gun commercially or from their private collection, have to go through a background check. And, in fact, the ATF very aggressively investigates individuals who they believe are actually engaging in unlicensed gun dealing, which, again, is a federal felony. And so you can, you can sell a few guns from your collection as long as it's done for the purposes of expanding or liquidating your collection. You cannot do it as a commercial transaction. If the ATF gets wind of it and believes that you are doing it as a commercial transaction, they will prosecute you as an unlicensed gun dealer, and they will track down the people that you sold those guns to. And so, you know, when they beat their, their beat their head, beat the drum about universal background checks, we already have universal background checks. Many states have uh, which, which this is in the realm of states' rights. A state could, if they wanted to, say that all ba- all private gun sales have to go through a background check. Many states have. Uh, I do not believe the federal government has the authority to do this under the Commerce Clause. I think as long as it remains an intrastate, uh, com- uh, intrastate non-commercial transaction, like I said, that is a person-to-person transfer that's not done for profit or done for the purpose of of running a business then that's beyond the scope of the Commerce Clause. Congress does not have the authority, the congressional, the constitutional authority to regulate that. Talking to Attorney Edwin Walker, who represents people uh, who want to have their Second Amendment rights upheld in court. Uh, any other comments just on what, what's happened over the weekend, Ed? Well, it, it's obviously a tragic situation. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and people wring their hands. And uh, one of the things that's most infuriating is that that – uh, the anti-gun folks, they will say, you know, why are we the only country where this happens? Something has to be done. And they never, ever say with specifics, well, what could have been done to prevent this? Because the honest answer that they don't want to tell Americans is that the only thing that, quote, unquote, could have been done to prevent this is to outlaw firearms and send the police around to collect them all up. And, of course, that act uh, is rightly recognized as being one that's intolerable. Americans would never stand for that sort of thing. Uh, but yet, if you, if you bore down to every anti-gun folk, that is going to be their ultimate response, is that they want guns banned and they want guns confiscated. And unfortunately, it's a very, very slippery slope. And that's why anytime there's a tragedy, um, you, you, know, you see this, this I guess this pushback to say, wait a minute, we, you need to look at the laws we have now and tell me what new law could have prevented this because yeah. unfortunately a lot of people out there, they do not know the extent 
of the weapons laws that we already have on the books. Former, they, think former, we, yeah. they think we live in a vacuum. Former Congressman Trey Gowdy, uh, in the wake of the, the reports of the Dayton shooting after El Paso over the weekend, said, and succinctly so, and it goes to what you're talking about, he said, I'm willing to give up some of my rights if they can show me a law, if you can scientifically show a causal connection that this law would keep this from happening. He said, fine, but they can't do that because there is no law in America you could pass that would have prevented either one of these shootings. No, and that's correct. And it starts with, uh, of course, the phrase that they always throw out, you know, stop gun violence now. Uh, That's a phrase we can all get behind. Yes, I think we should stop gun violence. We should stop all violence. We should stop rape. We should stop murder. We should stop robbery. That's why we already have laws against these things. You know, like I said, these, 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 the, there's, we're not in a vacuum. There already exist laws that prevent the conduct. And there are many, many, many laws out there that prevent uh, folks who are who people believe are predisposed to commit such conduct from getting firearms. They already exist. Edwin Walker, thank you so much for joining us today, uh, and keep up yes, the sir. good keep up the good fight for your clients and our country. I appreciate it very much. Willie, we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Gary Jeff Walker, and for Bill Cunningham and your phone calls, Eric and Tim, you're next on 700. All right, back to your phone calls in the next waning minutes before news, then an abbreviated student report, and we'll continue to take your calls on the terrible tragedy that occurred in the Oregon District in Dayton at 1 o'clock in the morning on Sunday and the tragedy that uh, preceded it in El Paso at the Walmart. There are now two more people have died that were injured there, 22 the death toll in El Paso, and 10 the toll in the Dayton shootings including the shooter himself. And for more on this, we go to Tim. Hello, Tim. You're on 700 WLW. Hey, thanks, Gary. Yeah, I just felt, and I've been around guns all my life. I'm 62 years old. Uh, My uncle had a couple shots down in Cincinnati. He always had one in his back pocket. But I think that things are different now today. Um, When you think about the types of guns that are available, um, these weapons, ARs, AKs, those are military, offensive military uh, weapons. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I've got a Glock 9 in, in my home and, and I have my CCW, but there's a different style of weaponry. And I think the kids today are impacted and conditioned somewhat or desensitized is a better word uh, on what it's about, you know, with the games they play. I think it's a combination of a lot of different things. But, but when you think about in the last 72 hours, we not only the Walmart in El Paso, we had the Walmart in Texas or Tennessee that was hit. Um, we've got Dayton. I mean, in 72 hours, we lost, you know, uh, 30 people to, to, to. So there's something wrong, and we need to look at it from a different paradigm. I think there are military offensive-style weapons, and there are defensive-style weapons. And I just don't feel like we need offensive military-style weapons out on the street. So that's my two cents. Well, I mean, and you're you're not the only voice out there that's saying that, Tim. I'm not sure that I agree, but more than welcome to say it here. With the last minute I've got in this half hour, Eric, thank you for your patience. You're on the air. Hey, how's it going, Bill? Long-time listener, uh, first-time caller. Um, I wanted to talk about how I think social media is causing a lot of these shootings. I think that because, you know, Social media, you, you you have everyone else's life laid out in front of you, and you just look at it all day, and that's what a lot of these kids do. 
is sit on social media and just look at everyone else's lives and it makes them feel isolated and lonely. And I think that's a big reason why a lot of people become mass shooters is because that combined with apathy, people just, they just stop caring and just go out and they want to see at least some change in the world and they want to be remembered at least a little bit. And I think that's a big part of the reason why people are going out and shooting people. Well, yeah, the the quest for fame at any cost has definitely caused a de- de-evolution in American society for people, whether it's just, you know, posting everything about everything on Facebook and wanting it to be liked and having all of your phony Facebook friends. And as you mentioned, wanting to go out in, in some kind of a blaze of glory, some kind of recognition that you are important as a person, simply not the way to do it. Go out and murder a bunch of people. Food for thought. We'll continue to feed you as we continue next on 700. Imartexpress.com. All right, time for an abbreviated Stooge report. And with all the news that's fit to spit, here's one Seg Dennison. Thank you, Mr. Walker. Uh, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers, Tempstar. Quality you can feel in Western Hills. Call Durbin Heating and Cooling, 598-8449, or go to DurbanHeatingandCooling.com. Reds up against the uh, Angels tonight. Mike Trout, one of the best players in baseball Absolutely. in the next couple of days. The L.A. Angels are here along with uh, Big Albert Pujols. And uh, the Reds kick off a six-game homestand tonight with the first of two against the uh, Angels. Coverage begins at Lance's Sports Talk at 6.05 at the Arnold Carriers Inside Pitch. And that Kelsey Chevrolet extra inning show after the game. Bengals update. Bengals are back at training camp workouts today at 3. Uh, they'll open their preseason schedule at Kansas City on Saturday night. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. And uh, tennis, uh, Australia's Ashley Barty and defending champion Novik Djokovic. Has been uh, have been uh, tabbed the top seeds for the upcoming Western and Southern Open that starts this Saturday at the uh, Linder Tennis Center in Mason, Ohio. Brought to you by John Barrett. Do we not have a sponsor anymore, Seg? Yeah. Oh, star. oh, yeah. Oh, my 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 wife just shouted on a text. Oh. I, I apparently I missed. Quality you can feel. There you go. Thank you very much, sir. Yes, sir. We'll talk to you again uh, right after two thirty. Right now, talking to you, the American public, as Willie would like to say about the Second Amendment, about the shooting in Dayton, the shooting in El Paso, what we can do about it as a country, and what's not going to work. And more than likely, what's not going to work are any more laws on the books for further background checks or banning weapons of any type. To the phones we go on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline. This is Joel. Thank you for your patience. Joel, you're on the air. Yeah, Gary, I uh, don't know if you have reiterated what exactly the Second Amendment was for. A lot of people under the age of 35 don't even realize that it's here. It was written into the Constitution for us to protect ourselves from the tyranny of our own government. That is one of the purposes, absolutely, as stated such. You know, the first thing that 
the British were coming for when the revolutionary, revolutionary fathers, the colonists, decided to break away from England, the first thing they did when they got on land was go and, and try and get the weapons from these colonists. That's why, that's why the colonists were hiding them in mass on farms and underneath haystacks and wherever they could, hiding their ammunition and their weapons because the British knew that to have total tyrannical control and to keep control of the colonies, they would have to disarm the public. So yes. that, that's, why, that's why the Second Amendment was written into the Bill of Rights, because they were visionary enough, the Founding Fathers, to understand that any government could go rogue and become tyrannical, just like the one that we fought to break away from in the, the case of King George and the British Empire. But that's exactly why it was written in. Right. And uh, thank God back then there wasn't a big difference between weapons. You know, no. they were all basically the same. So the only chance we have if something like this happens is for us to have like AK-47s or AR-15s, even though the Army and Marines or whoever else is still going to have an advantage over us with tanks and other weapons. Well, sure. But, and, 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 but, and that's the argument on the other side. Uh, the people who are anti-Second Amendment and want to disarm the American public and want to ban guns, not just... AK-47s and what they call wrongly military-style weapons from ownership in the public, they always say, well, you know, you can't own an F-16, so how are you going to defend yourself again? So they're already admitting that that's the ultimate goal is total control. Right. <laughs> All right. Very, very good, Joel. Thanks for hanging online. Want to talk about this? 513-749-7000, Obviously, we're talking about two more horrific mass shootings in the news over the weekend. But again, the tool is not the important part of the discussion. The planning and the evil involved by individuals is the point. And while we're talking about shootings in this particular case, I'll go back to Sandy Hook, the horrible tragedy in Connecticut. The worst mass murder in a school in American history did not involve guns or shooters. It took place in Bath, Michigan, Bath Township, 1927. Perpetrator wasn't a young man influenced by social media. He was 55 years old. Andrew Kehoe killed his wife and family, set his farm on fire, and then set off 500 pounds of explosives in one wing of an elementary school in Michigan. The blast killed 38 children, aged 7 to 14, two teachers, four others, and the bomber himself. So was it Parkland? No. Was it Columbine? No. Was it, God forbid, Sandy Hook? No. It was much worse, and there were no guns involved. Again, this is the point. If someone is intent on doing evil, and they don't have access to a certain kind of tool, They'll use whatever they can. And a lot of comments about mental illness and red flags when it comes to background checks. The FBI has studied this extensively. Only about 25%, one in four of these shooters at mass shootings have been treated for mental illness. These are carefully planned out in many, many cases. 
in some cases they've been they've been planning these attacks for as much as two years before they actually happen. Let's go to uh, Randy on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline. Hello, you're on the Bill Cunningham Show with Gary Jeff, Randy. Thank you. I have uh, a suggestion. I think that would stop it, and it, it, it's not going to be very popular, but I believe it would be there has to be consequences, and the consequences when you were a kid, if you made a mistake, either sat, you were punished by your parents. Right. You were whipped. If you kill somebody, you should be shot, and they should they should shoot Anybody, capital punishment, and it should be shown to let these young kids, unfortunately, see there are consequences because in so many people's lives, they don't have consequences. They get to do whatever they want because it's lack of parenting. It's all about the video games. They stay at home. There's no, there's nobody. They don't have any, there's no, uh, uh, there's no more, they don't have any morals. They're just not. They're not thinking. They don't have any discipline. Well, there, there, they don't have any there, are, there are a myriad of causal factors, Randy, and you're, you just mentioned about three or four of them. There's As President Trump today, in his speech, did mention that if we're going to have capital punishment, this is the kind of crime that foots the bill, oh. and it should be just, swift. Just like that guy that took that girl, killed her parents. They're taking. They're taking. We're, we're paying for the court system. The American. They want to talk about saving money. The money we spend on ta- up for our taxes to defend these these crazy people. Once they start seeing the consequences, that you kill somebody, boom, you're going to be alive for no longer than a day. You're done. And they show that on TV a couple times. I guarantee you one thing: there'll be a lot of different people doing a lot of different things, and they won't be going around killing people because they don't want to get shot. Well, I, Rand, I Randy, the, the only problem with your theory is, and I, I'm, yeah. I'm with you about 60% of the way, the only problem with your theory is many of these shooters, like the one in Dayton, planned on going out in a blaze of glory and take as many people with him as possible. No doubt about it, Jerry. So, so no that doubt about that. wouldn't have been a deterrent for him and, and for others. But for some who are planning on getting away with it and becoming infamous, yeah, maybe. Will, hello, you're on 700 WLW. Hey, Gary, Jeff. Uh, one thing I never hear anybody talking about is the legal pharmaceuticals, antidepressants. Uh, you know, what, there's so many drugs out there that you read. There's acne drugs that make you suicidal and crazy and so forth. When you look at the eyes when they show the uh, mug shots of these guys or whatever, they're all spaced out. They look crazy. I'm sure they're all drugged up. But I haven't seen the toxicology report, so I can't speak to that. I know it's a problem, Will. Thanks for calling. Uh, we got Tony and Kay on the line, and room for you, too. 513-749-7000, 1-800-843-2441. My friend and Cincinnati Fraternal Order of Police President Dan Hills will join us right after the news at 2, and your phone calls are next on The Bill Cunningham Show. With Gary Jeff is your host on 700. Lucy Ford. Now joining us on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline, listener line, whatever you want to call it. Tony has been waiting a while. Tony, how you doing? Hello, Tony. Tony is not waiting anymore, apparently. Kay, are you there? Kay? Hello, I'm Kay. Hi, Kay. I'm Gary Jeff. Talk to me. Oh, my God. First of all, I want to tell you that I get up every Saturday morning to listen to you. Thank you very much. Okay, so I'll calm down. But I am wound up over all this stuff that's been going on. And uh, my point of view is 
and I'm not a frequent. I've never called you, but I like you. Okay. All right. Dick from Dayton, you know, all that crap. Mm-hmm. Oh, so, oh, excuse me. That's okay. Uh, um, okay, so I'm different on myself. And, but anyway, I do not think that anything, the background checks are not going to do anything. And all this stuff about mental illness, mm-hmm. I sort of can put uh, a lot into that. But my mother was a patient at Rollman's. Okay. And whatever that other place was right there by UC. And my mother was not uh, ill. She had a misdiagnosed brain tumor. But anyway, we are missing the boat because uh, we need the old uh, discipline that we used to have. I'm 62, okay? We need the old discipline of, uh, I'm not sure about families, but mothers have that ability to do that. Oh, so, so certainly, and, and we brought that up, Kay, is that is there is Oh, I've a, been listening to you all day. I've a breakdown in, in, in the family, familial structure in this country, and that absolutely will contribute to things like or what, what are going on that we're seeing in increasing numbers. Yeah, but, okay, okay, but my point is, Okay, I'm trying to be politically correct, so I well, don't worry about that. Called, Just say it. Uh, I don't want to be called racist, okay? Uh-huh. But I believe that if you pack a gun in your belt every morning when you get up, yeah, and if somebody wants to, I'm sorry, all the listeners out there, but I, 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 this is my true belief: if you pack a gun just because you can't go anywhere without one and as soon as you're angered or triggered a little bit and uh you just pull that out but my son's 24 and he loves Fortnite. i i you know we how how old are you gary jeff well and the point Kay, is that there are a number of factors here and yes for some people they're very easily triggered by violent video games. Uh, in many cases, they're triggered by other things. But it's a combination of things. And I appreciate your phone call, and thanks for listening on Saturday morning. I'm going to go to John. Hello, John. John? Hello? Yeah, John, that's yes, you. that's me. Okay. This, hey, is your, uh, this is your moment in the spotlight. Go ahead. Why can't we have common sense? background checks? Why can't we have red flag laws? Why can't we get away from the assault weapons ban? We did that in the 90s. Why why is it now we can't do anything? If you mention gun control, everybody goes off their rockers screaming like you're going to take all the guns. Well, let me ask you this, John. What, What do you consider common sense background checks or reasonable gun laws? Uh, Okay. Common sense is anybody that buys a weapon has a background check. That already happens. Uh, you can't, oh, you can you can't buy them at gun shows. You can't buy them in yard sales. You can't buy them at, at, on if, the street from anyone else. If you're involved in the same stri- if you're if you're involved in a gun sale in the same state and you're not a gun dealer, it's private ownership. Yes, we covered that. You can purchase, but you can't purchase across state lines. If you purchase okay, on, so if you if you purchase online and you purchase at a gun show, yes, you have to go through a background check. There's a federal background check that happens with every legal gun sale in this country. 
Well, hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. A really good gun sale. Cause John? All John? Down 127 today, or last weekend, there were guns for sale on every yard sale. I know. I, mean, I, I understand that. But we're talking about licensed gun dealers versus people who personally own firearms and I'm not talking about licensed gun dealers I'm talking about why can't it be universal and you're trying to move me towards that that's not what I'm saying I'm saying every gun bought and sold there should be a background check on that person I'm listening to what you're saying and responding to it John I'm not trying to move you anywhere bro I'm not And, and okay and you know and I'm not one of those people that thinks that Every Tom, Dick, and Harry who has a criminal background or criminal intent should be able to legally buy a gun. But understand that the gun that was purchased and used in the Dayton shooting was a legal with background check sale. The gun that was used in El Paso was a legal with background check sale, John. So that's not going to solve the problem in those two particular instances or in most of these instances. Hello, Jack. How are you doing? You're on 700 WLW. Hey, Gary, Jeff. Hey, I, I like listening to you on Saturday morning, especially oh, your, your joke segment. you got oh. the best jokes ever, brother. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I, I don't know what the answers are. I don't know that you know any, anyone really has the answer, but uh, oh. I think one of your callers, one of the things that we should really drive for is deterrent, you know, to try to... And I, I, I think our laws here in America, the punishment should equal the crime. And if somebody commits a capital offense, I, I am all together for bringing back public hanging. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I, I understand there's people out there saying, well, that won't deter anyone from doing anything. I don't know. I think if you take a lot of people and watch them see a man punished for his crime, I think it would deter some people. Well, yeah, and, and like I said in a previous phone call, Jack, with someone else, is the people it's not going to deter are the ones who are planning on dying in their attack. Yeah, and right. Well, we, They don't have you know, an escape I mean, hatch. They don't care. They're, they're counting on being dead at the end of their rampage. But there are other people. You're right. It, it would work as a deterrent. I agree. And, and as far as guns here in America, it if if the Democrats, if they get their way and they try to revoke the Second Amendment, I, I, you, you talk about an insurrection that would rise up in America. Oh, Have you ever been down to Georgia and Florida and Tennessee and North yeah, Carolina? Yeah. <laughs> and seen uh, you know all the trucks with uh, the rebel flag and the gun. I, I'm it would you, it, it would it, guarantee it would guarantee the next civil war in this country. There's no oh, doubt about absolutely, it. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, thank you very but, much but, for your hey, time. Hey, hey, one quick shout out. You you told a joke about these Catholic nuns that died and went to heaven. And mm-hmm. the punchline was her last name was Pipolini. And if you could resurrect that joke this Saturday morning, I'd appreciate it. <laughs> All right. You got it. Thanks, Jack. Appreciate the phone call. Dan Hills joins us, plus your phone calls as we continue all the way till 3 o'clock this afternoon. You know what the topics are. And you have a lot of opinions and strong feelings and ideas. So do I. 
Let's share together. 700 WL. Back into another hour of this Bill Cunningham show for Monday, August 5th, 2019. I'm Gary Jeff Walker in for Willie. Talking, of course, about the Dayton shooting tragedy. The mass shooting that occurred in the Oregon district at 1 o'clock in the morning on Sunday. And, of course, the El Paso shooting at the Walmart that occurred on Saturday in that Texas town. They were somewhat, uh, they were, they were what, about 13 hours apart? About 13 hours apart. And to talk about the law enforcement response to both of those shootings, which was phenomenal and definitely saved lives, and some other topics, my friend Dan Hills, president of the Cincinnati Fraternal Order of Police. Dan, how are you doing this afternoon? Here, Jeff, I am well. And how about yourself this Good. fine afternoon? Well, you and I have talked uh, numerous times about how important it is to recognize the bravery of uh, of the men and women who run towards bullet fire, who run towards the violence to try and stop it and to uh, and to vanquish the threat. So talk to me about that a little bit more and the response that you saw from the Dayton PD and the El Paso PD in both of those situations. Well, Gary, Jeff, I'll tell you, I did uh, see a lot on the Dayton PD thing uh, due to uh, a little weekend uh, lake trip that I had. I did not see too much of uh, what, what the happened? response was mm-hmm. in El Paso, but I saw the videos from Dayton and uh, know that the, the response time was less than a minute, and uh, they eliminated, ended that threat, and it was just, again, incredible. When you think about what nature tells you to do, when there is danger, nature tells you to run away. Nature tells you to get to a safe place to escape. You see the the, the picture of all the shoes that have been uh, left because people literally ran out of their shoes. Oh yeah, in in, in very uh, understandable fear of the uh, of the incredibly dangerous circumstances that they found themselves in. But yet, the police officers who were working, I, I imagine maybe some were working. Uh, bar details or maybe just in the area uh, walking or whatever ran towards that gunfire and heroically ended that threat and as horrific as it was and it was just terrible and it, can I you just, imagine if that guy had yeah. gotten inside ned peppers oh it would have been it, it would have been awful it probably would have ended up as one of the one of the largest we could, um, we could have another pulse nightclub kind of thing yeah that, that's the orlando yeah, that, thing. That, 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 that that would be a, a similar situation, yeah. and so uh, thank God they uh, they were there. Their 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 aim was well as they 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 stopped that threat very heroic. And and so Gary Jeff, go ahead, tell me. Uh, I guess tell the listeners what did you know about the response on the uh, the El Paso? Because I was with it was that. within a minute of the first shots fired as well, huh? Wow, that they were there on the scene and then uh, you know apprehended the suspect, the alleged suspect who was just walking in the street and did not uh, try to shoot at them or anything else. He had the, still had his gun in his hand, but they, they were very quick to respond to that. And even with that quick response, there are still 22 people now dead in the El Paso shooting. Uh. And uh, someone at 27, 25 still wounded, many of them in critical condition. Oh, what a... But a her- terrible, terrible thing. Um, and, and like said, in both cases, thank God for the, uh, the officer's response. Uh, I wish 
I wish somehow they could have even been quicker, but yeah, yeah. as but, quick as well, humanly possible. What's what's the training like for police officers? Has it changed over the years in response to these kind very of... Very much. Okay, tell me about that. So. Well, you know, uh, 32 years ago, uh, I hate to admit, 32 years ago when I started um, as a much younger man, we were trained in the uh, pretty much these things belong to SWAT. Now, this guy was out and about and running, so in Dayton it might have been a little bit different, but the uh, the Walmart thing very well might have turned into a, uh, a SWAT situation. They might have cornered off and called in SWAT under the belief that we just didn't have the, the, the weapons to match up. So there's one thing that's trained. Most every police department that I'm aware of, especially major police departments, have equipped uh, a good percentage of their officers that are out in the field with um, rifles. So they have uh, your AR-15 type of rifle in their patrol cars. And so instead of just handguns or shotguns that we had the choices of when I first started, you can you can uh, meet an assailant that is armed in this manner, uh, at least on an equal basis. But definitely the vast majority of the time, our folks are trained way better than anybody we're going to be facing unless it's some ex-military person. Uh, so that, that, that's an important part of the training. But the, the, the thing I think you want to hear about is that running towards the gunfire. And I just went to our in-service training a month or so back. And, again, we are practicing it. It's not, not even what it originally was, which is wait for four, and we called it quad training. Now it's you have to go towards the sound of the gunfire. And if there's two of you, great. If there's somebody that's like just 10 seconds down the road when you arrive, then it makes sense to, to help win the, uh, the the battle that is coming to, to, to wait and work together. But if there's not somebody else that's going to be there within seconds, you have to go because every shot fired, every shot fired is another life taken, you have to assume. So you have to go in there, and that doesn't mean you run in there cold stupid and, and just let yourself become another victim. Yeah. You, you you do everything you can to round the corners the right way, to use cover, use concealment, but you have to move very, very quickly, get to that threat, and eliminate that threat. And that is the goal of the training. Talking to Dan Hill, Cincinnati president of the FOP, at least for today, well, I've got you on the phone. <laughs> Some things have transpired over the last week, and it all relates to a protests outside judges' houses after Tracy Hunter uh, got her her due justice and went to jail, as she should have. She broke the law. Uh, Iris Rowley and people who and Iris Rowley is is on the collaborative board, of the community and the police. She doesn't seem to have a fond view of police in general, and especially of white police officers, uh, because of comments she said you made that she shouldn't be protesting outside the judge's house. In, a, in an interview, you said, yes, she's got a First Amendment right to speak, and so do I. And I don't think that she – she took that to mean that she didn't have a First Amendment right to speak and just went absolutely crazy, absolutely bonkers over the weekend. <laughs> and talking to the city manager and talking to the Sentinels, which, of course, is the black fraternal order of the police in Cincinnati, talking to the NAACP – they want you to either be punished or to have to step down from your post because you are a racist. Your response? <laughs> well, that's a that, that, that's a new attack of nowadays. I haven't heard that one before. Uh, <laughs> a racist? <laughs> yeah. where, where did they come up with that idea? Well, Dan, uh, Dan Hills, they... let me ask you this: you re- <laughs> you represent all of the members of the Cincinnati Police Department, including the Sentinels. 
Uh, you bet. Every every Cincinnati police officer belongs to the FOP. Right. Um, Let me and, ask you and, this. And, and after the, uh, the the recent Supreme Court uh, ruling, uh, is it leaves the door wide open to anybody that wants to leave. If uh, anybody does not want to be a member, um, uh, they they are free to leave. They don't have to pay fair share anymore. And I want the odd union member leaders that that actually appreciated that because I like. I like freedom. It's a wonderful thing. So if somebody doesn't want to be represented by the FOP, uh, they, they, they have the avenues to... Uh, it, it's to odd, though, that this claim would be thrown at Dan Hills because as president of the Fraternal Order of Police and representing all members of the Cincinnati Police Department, uh, you on numerous notable occasions have come to the support of African-American officers. The two uh, African-American officers that were involved in the Kyle Plush case, you defended. Did the Sentinels, well, I, yeah, did the Sentinels defend them? You know, if they did, I don't recall hearing any of it. Um, so so maybe I just missed it. So, I mean, that seriously, maybe maybe they did say something. And it was very, you know, it was very uh, horrible tragedy what, what happened to, to Kyle Plush. But I did not appreciate that council persons and everybody out there was going to throw these police officers underneath the bus. And uh, as you said, they, they happen to be African-American, but that's not important to me. We're, we're all blue. We're, we're police officers. And so I got out and, and spoke publicly uh, defending them and uh, offered them every bit of support I could. I, 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 I took the time, uh, had lunch with them, met with them, right. let them know that the FOP was going to be by their side. Right. And, yeah, yeah it, was, uh, it, it was my privilege to, to defend uh, both those officers and and I got a few uh, nasty phone calls and, and and letters about it, too. But, yeah, when, but when, officer, when officer I, I, kept... Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Kevin Brown, when Officer Kevin Brown was called on the carpet for the tasing of the 11-year-old shoplifter, you came to Officer Brown's defense as well. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I thought what happened to Kevin Brown was terrible. It was a political thing. Again, you saw the councilman uh, jump on board and, and, and come out, and uh, I defended my brother in blue both publicly, and the union did. Uh, Kevin chose me to uh, represent him in the arbitration case that overturned the excessive use of force charge on him and overturned the hours against him. It was definitely one of uh, – that, that, that arbitration decision was definitely one of my – uh, more proud moments uh, since serving as the FOP president uh, to, to uh, turn that around for my brother in blue. So do you feel like you're being um, politically attacked and unfairly attacked simply because you happen to be Caucasian? I don't know. You know, I think it's because, again, I'm exercising that First Amendment right, and there's a lot of people that love to use it, and then when you use it and disagree with them, they, 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 they say you shouldn't. You know, I'm going to tell you right now, I, I'm i not going to call for anybody in the Sentinels to step down, uh, nor do I want them to be punished for getting out there and, and giving their opinion. They're, 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 they're more than welcome to do so. This, this, is, this is the U.S. of A., and um, that they want to call for me to step down, I'm not. If they want to call for me to be disciplined, that's, uh, that's going to be up to the chief or the city manager or whatever. I can tell you this. 
I just was reviewing some video, and and uh, I have to say, can you imagine if somebody would refer to the, the the police department treating a certain community in a vile way? And can you imagine if that same person said that the riding of uh, uh, 2001 was a beautiful, beautiful thing? And if that same person was accusing the Cincinnati Police Department of murdering, I said murdering 15 people, is that the person that you would uh, ask to be sitting a, at a, a, pa- table a, a partner, a partner to work with? Yeah, is that a no. partner to work with? It doesn't sound like it. Dan Hills, thank you for your time, my friend. All right, thank you. All right, Great. back to your phone calls on the AcuteHearingCenters dot com hotline. D's been waiting a while. D, what's up? Hey, um, I just want to comment on everything. First and foremost. My heart and prayer, prayers goes out to the families in Dayton, the families in Texas. It's just so sad. And I'm just so sick of this racism crap. We all need to get along. We're all family under God. You know, I'm African-American female. I love you, my brother, and I hope you love me as your sister. You know, as far as these gun laws, I don't know. I'm ready to just get rid of the guns, period. You know, because if we don't have guns, people won't die. You know what I mean? So that's that's just it. That's all I have to say. All right. Well, if we don't have guns, people will find ways to get guns. That's the whole point. If they're willing to break the law and ruthlessly, bloodthirstily murder someone using whatever tool they have at their disposal, then they're certainly not going to care about another law because they're not adhering to the ones that are already on the books. That's the point. Thanks for the call. Take a break. More of your phone calls. Chris, Tim, Gary, Allen, Steve, I got room for you, and we'll do it next on 700 That's 800-575-1919. There's help for those of you who owe $10,000 or more, but it's important that you take action before these programs change. Call the tax experts at Oxford Tax Partners for a free consultation now at 800-575-1919. 800-575-1919. That's 800-575-1919. Gary Jeff filling in for Bill Cunningham today on 700 WLW. Talking about the tragedies that befell our state and our neighbor in Dayton and our neighbors who were caught in the crossfire of someone who was obviously bent on killing himself and taking out as many people as possible in the process. Steve, thanks for waiting. You're on the air. Hello? Hello? Steve. Yes, Steve, you're on the air. Go ahead. No, I'm Tony. Oh, okay. All right. But I had a thought, because every now and then I'll catch these things on TV, the top ten video games. They should ban those for being broadcast on TV. What do you You're talking about video games? being? Yeah, I mean, I watched one the other day. And it showed a guy going through this and picking up some guy with, by his hair and blowing his head off. Oh, and yeah. I mean, th- and thanks for the phone call. There's stuff like that out there and has been out there for quite a while. I'm not a gamer, and I don't watch. Maybe that's why I'm not a mass shooter. This is Steve. Are you there, Steve? Yeah, yep, sure am. All right, go ahead. Your comments. Well, my comment is this. Well, first off, hats off to uh, the Dayton PD. Yep. Uh, I saw the video, and I, I tell you, the bravery of these guys was just off off the chart. Uh, second of all, they shut all the mental institutions down. 
Oh, yeah. Now, now we, we mentioned this earlier. In, yeah. in, in 1960, there were some somewhere along the lines of about 500,000 people who were in mental hospitals and institutions around the country. We had 170 million people, population-wise, thereabouts, at that time. So we've almost doubled the population in the last 59, 60 years. There are only 25,000 people, roughly, in these mental institutions now because, as you mentioned, they shut them all down. And there's simply no place. But I, I, I wanted to just preface that with this, the mentioning of the mentally ill and people who are obviously unhinged. Only one in four, according to the FBI, have ever been treated for any kind of mental illness of the shooters. Well, first off, okay, this guy obviously had issues. In high school, he's got a rape list. He's got a kill oh, list. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. Okay, okay, right there, you know, that, that's, a, that's a flag and a half, okay? Now, if he would have been treated, um, and, and this would have been notated somewhere, then he wouldn't have gotten the ability to, to get a gun. Yeah, the only notation okay. was the fact that he'd been suspended from school for scrawling a hit list on a bathroom wall. But after that, I, I guess nothing else was done. Nothing. Yeah. Traffic offenses. There was nothing to stop him from purchasing a gun. Right. So he just enacted the kill list. You know, and I think, personally speaking, as soon as I heard about it, I thought, man, this this is sketchy. Why would this happen so close to Texas? I'm thinking, did that set this this kid off? Yeah, you, you have no idea what the triggers are. You 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 have no idea. What what but, what I first know, thought when I found out his sister was one of the victims, he said, I I I think he he was targeting his sister and just decided to take out as many people along with her as possible. I don't know. Well, it could be, but you know, the thing of it is, the guy the guy should have never had a gun. Period. Yeah. I mean, never. And and this is the problem. You know, these guys are slipping through the cracks, and they're getting these guns, and then they're going out and doing mass shootings. And well, you're right. They want to be taken out. They want to, they want to die a martyr. They want to be taken out. They want to they be want infamous, to take it, yeah. Yep, and they want to take as many out. And it's, and it's scary because I tell my boys, you know, they're, they're in their 20s, and I'm like, hey, guys, you guys go out, and you're doing your thing, you know, like we all did as as young guys sure, you know sure. uh you got to keep your eyes peeled you know you got to be aware of what's going on around you and, and absolutely it's, and it's so sad that it's came to this now it really is i agree steve but listen yeah. i i got a break for yeah, news but thanks. i appreciate you holding on on the phone there we'll do that stooge report and more of your phone calls right up till three o'clock and uh, eddie and rocky you're on 700 Seg Dennison, as Willie would say, I want to talk to the American people. The American people apparently want to talk to me. So we'll keep it brief, sir. Uh, Gary Jeff, the uh, Stooge Report is a proud service of your local Tempstar. Heating and air conditioning dealers, Tempstar. Tempstar. Quality you can feel in Cincinnati, Coast Schmidt Heating and Cooling, 531-6900. Those Reds will kick off a six-game homestand tonight. Mike Trout, the L.A. Angels in town for the first of two. And uh, coverage begins with Lance at 6.05 in Sports Talk and the RNL Carriers Inside Pitch. And the Kelsey Chevrolet Extra Inning Show after the game, left-hander Patrick Sandoval makes his uh, Major League debut tonight for the Angels while the Reds counter with Luis Castillo, the All-Star, looking for win number 11. The Reds today claiming starting pitcher Kevin Gaussman off waivers from the Atlanta Braves. 
course, he pitched against the Reds Friday night. Yep. And uh, he stands 3-7 and seven on the year. Uh, Bengals update. Bengals are continuing training camp workouts are on the field in about 20 minutes. Uh, preseason schedule opens up Saturday night in Kansas City. Uh, tennis Australia's Ashley Barty and defending champion Novik Djokovic are uh, the uh, top seeds for the Western Southern Open presented by John Barrett that starts Saturday in Mason. And that is a look at sports right here on 700 WLW. Thank you, my friend. Uh, we go back to the phone lines, the acutehearingcenters.com listener lines, if you will, and you should. Here's Chris. Good afternoon, Chris. Thanks for waiting. Hello, my friend. How are you? I'm doing okay. How are you? Oh, wow. What a day, huh? Let's see. Racism, uh, violent video games, mental health, mass shootings. Hey, did you know that there was a mass shooting also in Chicago right around the same time as that Dayton thing was going on? But I don't remember seeing a lot of it showing up on the news for some reason because hmm. I think it was in Chicago. Hmm. How many people? There have to be at least four people shot for it to be a there mass were, shooting. It was more than four, and I think more than 29 died over the weekend in Chicago this weekend. So I wonder why they're not covering any of that. That's an interesting question. I wonder. Let's ponder that for a moment, Chris. Hmm, that just, it seems odd, doesn't it? Is it, be- it, it? is it because uh, the major media outlets don't care about dead black people? I think it might have something to do with it because, it, it, you know, it, it's mostly – Young black men shooting other young black men, and mm-hmm. it's happening a lot. Matter of fact, I think it's been going on now for years, and it seems odd. I think there was a president, a different president, when this was really bumping up, and it's just odd. But, you know, there was a young lady who called and had an interesting evaluation of this entire situation. If there were no guns, there would be no death. And you know what? She made me recollect something from high school because I clearly remember seeing the fossilized remains of cavemen with their AKs. I could have sworn I saw that in a museum somewhere. You know, how dumb is this chick to realize that all the gun is, lady, is the modern stick and rock? That's it. It's called human nature. Certainly. If we weren't killing each other with this, we'd find something else to do it with. 20 years. Right? 20, 20 years ago, Southern California, a Vietnamese yeah. immigrant was arrested for beating his neighbor to death with a bag of frozen squirrels he kept in his freezer. When, oh, when, when frozen squirrels are outlawed, only outlaws will have frozen squirrels, and the same applies to gun ownership. It, it, it's, it, it's that simple. And the fact is that, yes, we, yes we, yeah, we do have a lot of mental issues problems in this country. They're, they closed a lot of these institutions well before they needed to be because of a stupid movie. People got this dumb pretension from seeing one flew over the cuckoo's nest and some of these other areas that were uh, spotlighted during that time period that all of them were bad when they weren't. We need them now more than ever because we have two generations now that have grown up completely digital and are complete morons and have no sense of life whatsoever because they never leave their entire little bubbled world of stucco and, you know, uh, sheetrock and digital TV since they don't know anything other than that world. 
They have mental problems, and a lot of them do. You can find these things out early in life, like in, oh, I don't know, high school, when a certain student starts writing, oh, maybe this is off the top of my head, hit lists, and maybe some rape lists, and maybe some arson somewhere in his past, wrote down places he would like to see on fire. Or I, I don't know. These are things that I think might be caught early in life. If some astute adult say, hey, you know what? Maybe there's a problem here instead of saying, you know, send them home. It's his parents' problem. It's not our problem anymore. Because it's not their kid, they don't care. They don't care until that kid comes back and kills their kid. Now, all of a sudden, it's an issue. It's a problem. It's a national tragedy. Really? Where where, where were you when you caught this kid before scraping stuff on, on lists? I mean, this is how sad our society has gotten. We, 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 we tend to overlook the obvious until it happens to us. Everybody always says, oh, well, I didn't think it would happen here. Really, why not? Because you live in Mayberry, you think that this is an enclosed area? It's, it's half, why wouldn't it happen here? What makes your town so special? Chris. But yet it happens everywhere. I want you to do me a favor. You got it, my friend. I want you to call back when you feel passionate about something, okay? You know what, I, and this one isn't really all that great. I mean, it's, it's going on as an everyday issue now. And I don't want to piss anybody off, but can we please stop praising city workers for doing their damn jobs? I'm sorry, but we're not praising the city street workers cleaning the streets or the janitors cleaning the urinals. But every time a cop does his job on shooting a bad guy, all of a sudden he's a hero, well, even though he's getting a paycheck. Okay, with, with, with the exception of the... Uh, the chef, the sheriff's deputy who wouldn't go into Parkland. Uh, so, yeah, those workers are doing a job, and they're very brave. So I will give them every kudo available. Gary, hello. You're on 700 WLW. Hey, Gary, Jeff, thanks for taking my call. Appreciate it. Thanks for you calling. Know, if, you'll, if, if you'll allow me to, to rant just for a minute. Um, Blow V8 first, at your heart's content. Yeah, well, thanks. I appreciate it. You know, first, I, I want to qualify to the other listeners that I am not a gun owner, nor did I even like Trump, uh, you know, at the beginning, um, just so I'm not confused as a regular political hack. But I am now a convert, and I do love the president. And um, I, I, I believe that the media is largely to blame um, you know, they promote the Fortnite, you know, the big contest that was just uh, ongoing right, and right, the $3 right. million dollar grand prize. And uh, they'll promote the Hollywood movies, even though they're violent. But, hey, they raked in a billion dollars. And um, but moreover, they are deliberately and systematically dividing America and, and stoking an anti-Trump agenda. It, it, it is simply irresponsible for them to p- be politicizing these terrible, terrible... Gary, what's, what's amazing to me, it's so blatantly obvious that a five-year-old could see yeah, what's exactly, happening, Gary, but, but they, don't, they don't care about that because it's power and control at any cost, including, it's a, it's a, including ripping the country apart. Right, right. It's kind of like an echo chamber. They they have their own echo chamber, and they've got some people listening. But it's almost like they're trying to convince the rest of the the people who haven't fallen into their camp. I mean, it's so biased. It's downright wrong for them to be so 
so biased with their coverage. And just as your last caller mentioned, I was going to mention the Chicago Dayton doesn't quite fall into that category, that hate category. So they can't use that against the president like they can El Paso, even though it doesn't, it, it is still a little bit of a square peg in a round hole. Um, El Paso is that is, you yeah. know, um, it, it's, it's hate. So they can use that. They're, they're using that one over and over and over. Dayton doesn't quite fall into that. And Chicago, like he said, hasn't gotten anything. So, you know, this, this white nationalist narrative that they are promoting, the, the mainstream networks are promoting, um, it, it's just irresponsible. It's hateful. And if anyone is to blame, I believe it should be pointed at the media. It's just downright wrong. Well, they talk about the president feeding red meat to his supporters, and that's all it is. It's red meat on the other side. You know uh, what? And I, I, just one more point, Jerry, Jeff. You're right. And, and it kind of reminded me, I heard one of the ABC hacks talking about um, it gives white nationalists uh, some impunity by the president doing this. And if you recall when Ferguson, Missouri was ablaze, yep. um, President Obama sent uh, Attorney General Holder to uh, to speak with them. And if anything, that was providing impunity to the African-American community more than what, you know, the Trump, the Trumpsters talking about um, uh, having some immigration control. I, I believe if Congress were to legitimately interested in controlling some of this, I mean, this guy in El Paso apparently wanted to take the law into his own hands, which is wrong. But if Congress was really interested, they would take up this issue with genuine concern and not just putting a Band-Aid on it. Gary, uh, I appreciate your phone call. And just consider this. When you hear the charges of racism leveled against the president specifically or white supremacist, uh, him being labels of white supremacist, understand that that is part of a campaign slogan because the president has continued to pick up more and more support among the African-American and Hispanic-American communities as his presidency has gone along. And, Absolutely and, agree. And, and they're afraid that if he gets to a certain threshold, Mark, they'll never have a shot to win. Appreciate the phone call. i got to get to Will. Will, your daughter was on the Dayton Shooters list? Is that what you're telling me? Will? Will? Oh, I'm sorry, I muted my phone. Yes, she was on the list. Uh, on, on the list that he wanted to sexually assault her or kill uh, her? I think, no, I think the other list, I think the, the kill list. Back in high school. Um, so we had a, I mean, there was a lockdown of the school, and and then for the next two days we didn't send, most people didn't send their kids to school uh, because we didn't think they adjusted properly. But, you know, I just, you know, I'm I'm not in favor of background, you know, more background checks or gun control, but, you know, I work in analytics. If, you know, we could see people who bought an assault rifle, extra magazines, body armor, a black mask. Yeah. If we could put those pieces together, you know, we do it with Amazon does it every day. Um, so that's a little big, a big brother. But I'm thinking that might be one easy solution. 
Well, you know, there are, are dominoes that if they continue to fall in the same direction, you know where the game's headed. You're right. Uh, you always got to balance that with our constitutional rights to have, you know, uh, our, and I always tell people this, your constitutional rights in the Bill of Rights stop at at my doorstep. At my, As long as you're not interfering with my constitutional rights, you have those rights. But once you are inhibiting someone else from, you know, enjoying their constitutional rights to life, liberty, pursuit of happiness, wh- whichever one you want, sure. that, that's, that's where your constitutional rights stop. So th- there are questions of legality and, and, like you said, big brother about that, but you're right. You see somebody buying body armor, a high-capacity uh, gun, lots of ammo, and a mask, it doesn't take a genius to put together what's going on. I appreciate your exactly. phone call. Yeah. And, and and is your daughter okay? She's kind of shook up, but she's okay, yeah. All right. All right. Take care. Thanks for the phone call. Tim, you're on the AcuteHearingCenters.com hotline. What's up? Hey, Gary. How you doing? I did want to tell you, um, I think the best thing you did all day today was just reinforce and reiterate how this is multifaceted, how there's a ton of different causes. Um, and I think the reason why that's important is because with every single one of those causes, there is both haters and loyalists to those causes. So when we as a society try to move forward, we, we start fighting over what we're going to do. The one common denominator, though, that I've picked up on um, with all these shooters is the level of narcissism um, that each one of these shooters have. They're so consumed by their own situation. They're so consumed by their own you know, not getting what they want or what they think they should need. Agreed. They lose. So, so as a society, what, how, can we move forward and can we start a war on narcissism? Because I see it in the schools. You know, the schools tend to promote an individual, almost narcissistic curriculum. I see it in advertising all the time. It's, you know, don't wait for someone to buy you that ring. Come to our store and treat yourself at these prices. I see it in the popular culture. I heard a country song the other day, and the gist was he was tired of talking about his wife and girlfriend. He wanted to talk about himself. And it, me and my wife couldn't believe it. Here is a presumed cowboy who just wants to talk about himself. It blew my mind. So, you know, if we could, through whatever means, I mean, whether it's governmental, I don't really, I'm not big into governmental mandates or executive no, orders, but if, if we could tell, if we could somehow as a society get together and say, hey, you know, we, we need to stop the narcissism. This every single generation gets worse and worse and worse when it comes to narcissism. Well, if you outlaw narcissism, we'll never have another presidential candidate from either party. <laughs> <laughs> well, but again, not 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 outlaw, but just acknowledge because you know it's right. the one thing we can all come together on. Nobody likes an egocentric person. Nobody likes a self-centered person. Nobody likes a narcissist. So right. there's as a society, there's our answer. So float it. But again, man, thanks, thanks for thanks for letting everybody vent today. You do a great job. You have that's all I got. Thanks, Tim. I appreciate the phone call. Hello, Barry. How are you? Yes, sir. I think a weapon of last resort would be a fire extinguisher. They're everywhere. You could grab one. You set up your ambush point. Oh, there you go. And when they walk in the door, blast them in the face, whatever all that's got. And when it is empty, the canister is also a weapon to beat them with. Uh, you're talking about protecting yourself in a mass mass yeah. shooting situation. Yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Fire extinguishers work really well. And they're everywhere, sir. Probably one right in your studio. 
Uh, actually, there should be, considering some of the ancient equipment around here, but no. Uh, take care, Barry. Thank you very much for that contribution. And Adam. Hello, Adam. You're on the air. Well, I just wanted to speak to common sense gun laws. I mean, obviously, we couldn't do anything about the millions that's already sold, but I don't understand why we couldn't enact something for the new guns that are coming off the manufacturer's floor, storing floor, the why why they're not titled. I, I don't understand why we title cars, but we don't title guns. Well, I, I, you know, again... There are already lots of restrictions, especially on what are truly machine guns and automatic weapons in this country, made, you know, after a certain date, is kind of what you're suggesting. The thing is, the person, the people who are committing these crimes are not Jane and John Smith down the street. These are, these are definitely terribly troubled people who may, as Barry quoted, have have a problem with narcissism. They want some kind of fame or infamy out of this act. They're desensitized to these are human beings, and they will use anything at their disposal to commit their evil acts. I do appreciate your phone call. And for everybody, thanks for being here today. And uh, I'm back on the air with a nightcap on Wednesday night this week at 9 o'clock, and this may be a continuing topic. Eddie and Rocky, up next. You're on 700 W. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.